0: Log Talk Radio. And hello, folks. Come back to you. It is Sunday. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. Friday. Uh, we came on. We were going to have special guest, uh, AG5 uh, Tony Price. Uh, he was unable to make it. Something came up. Um, I talked to him this morning, and he said that he would... Uh, like to come on today, so I don't see him in the waiting room right now, but, um, we hopefully have him on, um, shortly, um, and he's going to talk about his time in the Navy in the, um, late 80s, early 90s, and then we're also going to talk to him about his involvement in the Gold Star Ride Foundation, pardon me, let me go ahead and bring our co-host on here. Adrian, how you doing? In the saddle again after one day of uh, a nice weekend. What did you do yesterday? <laughs> uh uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. That'll, that would be interesting. And I always, I didn't know any difference because I I grew up in a household around it and, uh, you know, one dad, you know, Doc V was in the medical field in the Navy. And then when we moved out here, he worked for VCSM and then he got into coding. um, I think if we, if I wouldn't have grown up around it, I would have had no idea what it was. Well that's good. What, what's the, uh, what's your fulfillment uh, percentage rate from classroom to first job? Wow. Mhm. So, well, <clears throat> unfortunately it looks like uh Tony's probably not going to be able to uh join us again uh today. I'll have to call him and 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 see what's going on. Um so let's um Yeah, we're open. Uh, Maybe he just got lost. He said he was going to be hanging out with family today. So maybe he just got lost in time or had to do something. So um, I know you and I had talked and we probably felt like we weren't going to do a full hour, uh, maybe a half hour or something like that. But I think what we're going to talk about is um, so a lot of you may know and some may not know that uh, I do living history. Um, and we've talked to, uh, Melody Ray, uh, about her doing living history and reenacting. And I know I've talked a couple of times just briefly about what I did. Um, so right now, what I do is I volunteer at Dakota City Heritage Village in Farmington, which is on the, pardon me, which is on the, um, Dakota County Fairground, um, land. And basically what that is, is that's a collection of buildings from, uh, around Dakota city. Um, from anywhere from the 1800s all the way up to mid 1900s, um, or late 1900s. And basically what we do is we, uh, we teach history. We teach the history about the buildings. So not only are we open for the week of the fair, which is the second week in August, um, but we are also open for special events. Uh, we're usually open the first two um, weekends in December for Christmas in the village. Uh, we string Christmas lights up. We have Christmas music. Santa comes out, um, and they pretty much dress up the building as it were, Um for like the late 1800s to the 1900s, um, and then like what I'm doing now, you know, we have school tours, so we cater to the local school schools. I think we had <clears throat> we had Coon uh, Rapids come out last week, a little bit of all, but but they came down. Uh, they had a busload of kids that came down and they got to see the buildings. And so with my love of trains. Um, we have a, uh, depot. It's the, uh, Fairfield Depot, which, uh, Fairfield is no longer. It's the town of Lakeville and that building stood in Lakeville, uh, for over a hundred years. Uh, it was in, in operation from 1868 to 1968, so just over hundred years was moved to our property in 1970. So basically what I do is I'll go in dressed as a uh, train engineer from the late 1800s. So the striped overalls with the striped long shirt and the uh, the, uh, engineer's hat. And I'll basically talk to the kids about um, what a depot was, what the purpose was, why it was there what you could do in a train depot uh what goods came through um and the importance of rail even to today um <coughs> yes yeah, so that is a live main line for um mainly union pacific but i've seen a lot of different other roads on there um about two weeks ago, I saw a um, uh, Norfolk Southern. It's the black locomotive with a white horse on it. Um, I've seen a uh, CPKCS, which the one that I saw was just a Kansas City Southern, but uh, Canadian Pacific has since um, purchased KCS, uh, and that was a huge merger. So uh CPKCS is a huge railroad conglomerate now. Um but yeah, I do have I do have uh main live tracks right behind the depot and, and that does add to the ambiance, although it's it's diesel locomotives and they didn't have diesel back then. But and then many of you know that I have um a model railroad that I'm working on at home and scale. Um, So I was kind of hanging around the house and I don't remember what I was doing. I think I was on YouTube and I found out that there's the MTM or the Minnesota Transportation Museum and that's down in St. Paul and that's off of, let's see if I can get an address here um but that's that's down in St. Paul and basically what they do is it's a train museum so not only do they have um train cars in the building that you can go and you can look at uh it's an active uh uh railroad as well and the address is 193 Pennsylvania Avenue in St. Paul and that's the uh, Johnson Street Roundhouse. And the Roundhouse, what the Roundhouse is, is that was a maintenance facility and the terminus of the line for that company. So they would have had um, two lines, two or three lines coming in. And then they would have had a maintenance building or what they call a, a locomotive shed in a half circle um and then they had a, a turntable right in the middle of that. So uh our turntable is still active, our roundhouse still works, uh we have maintenance pits in the roundhouse. Um so Yeah, so they've got um they've got some uh things for that tactile experience inside the museum itself. They've got some uh they've got some uh train cars. I know they have a locomotive or two on static display that people can walk up and touch and enter. Um and then they have um one thing that I was looking at that I was interested in was, you know, I do the uh, I do the model railroading, so I was looking, and they have an, a G scale, which is garden scale, and garden scale is the biggest scale um, in model railroading you can get uh, before you go to live steam. But they have a they have a good size, and it's a huge uh, L size layout um and it's a representation of uh Minnesota and railroading. So they modeled they have it modeled where if you look at one side you can see the uh the open pits up on the Mesabi. you can see Tower Sedan Mine, you can see Ely. Um they have the the cityscape down in St. Paul and Minneapolis and then they just have a a representation of what it's like with the fields. Yeah, and and that that was the quick travel back in the day. Um, to the, getting somewhere in in a week was quick compared to hitching up the horse and buggy, and spending maybe a month to two months out on the trail. Right. Right, and that uh, that's very important, you know. Um, and it's still it's today. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just looking seeing if I can pull up a couple of pictures of of what uh, we have as far as trains there. Oh hey. Tony's here, so why don't you go ahead and bring him on? Or I will Tony, how you doing? Thanks for coming on. So can you can you tell us a, a brief history of Uh, What led you to join the Navy and how you got into your posting at uh, NAS Dallas? Yep. Kinda mm-hmm. oh they're they're good at doing that. Mhm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we uh we, I, I, I was going to say recently, but last month we talked to, uh, HM three Dan Zarn, uh, happens to be my father. We talked to him about his service and he was 25 when he went in and, uh, they actually put him in a bug company right away because he was the oldest guy there. <laughs> oh. Okay. Cause it was it was open i think in twenty nine So you were you were doing the 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 talk reports for the pilot set. You were you were you were doing I forget what they call it, but there's a specific um uh, weather report for pilots. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this around Buffalo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Divine intervention. day oh wow hmm So <clears throat> right So uh, how how did you get started doing this what well, what was the impetus for you to start this all. Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else? hmm right so yeah you're not you're not doing mundane things over there. That's unfortunate. Wow. Right. so i used to i used to i i used to work for a pest control company i worked local i was doing 350 miles a day in a regular cab a ranger i don't know how you could do that on a bike Right. 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 Bom. Mm-hmm. Mhm, hmm mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Nice. Still, well, and I know there's there. I know they're still. I know they're still doing repatriations of uh, POWs and them. Well, not a lot of POWs, but MIAs. So we've got about a minute left uh before our show ends. Um if sure. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. Exactly. Thats thats, <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys and if you if you want to continue on with us all right, if you want to continue on with us, it's on my mind podcast with c r on Facebook uh go ahead and find us there, and we'll uh continue talking on that side, but we're just about done on the blog talk side so. You can go ahead and, and tell us that story that you had if you'd like. Right. <laughs> so, again, um, yep. Yeah, I was looking at that the other day. There are a lot of – Yeah, know, I noticed you had a blog there, too, so – uh yep we are there oh yeah i got a i got a clock up here and yeah we're we're close we're Plus.